of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What are you doing, you... Hi. Hi. I'm what eating some uh, donut sticks. You want one? Uh, no, I'm good. Good. Snow cone? Donut stick? Would you like one? Let me see. Yeah, why not? How about it? Thanks. Lazo, you watched the, um, what the hell's her name, Casey Anthony thing last night? I watched uh, one and a half episodes and couldn't take it anymore. Enough to have an opinion. Yeah, I, uh, well, yeah, maybe. Enough. You don't know? No. I mean, do I think she killed her daughter? Yeah. Do I? Am I a hundred percent sure that her dad and her brother didn't do bad stuff? No. Oh, right. That part. So, yeah. like, She's I'm a- like, okay. Uh, does she have a lot of trauma? Did bad stuff happen? Maybe. Do I think she killed her daughter? Probably. And if she didn't, then she clearly knew what was going on. She was like. For 31 days, I thought she was fine. Like, right. if my not a good kid story. was gone for 31 days, and anyone I know, including my mother, was like, it's fine, I got him. And right before that, uh, I held them, and they were dead. Yeah, that or part, close to dead. None of that made any sense. Right, none of it. So I was like, okay, yeah, no, you knew what happened. If at the very least you knew what happened, right. at the very very least. Now, I, do I believe you killed your daughter? Yes, but at the very very least, you knew exactly what happened. Yeah, it's like you've had a long time to come up with this story, and you also got three hours or however long that documentary right. is, and I I didn't really even understand it by the time it was i was like so wait what's the story so for 31 days you thought the kid was okay uh, so for 31 why? days her dad hands her the body of a right, baby and she story. says he's cold and wet right and then the dad takes her back and says everything's gonna be fine right and then the dad says just do what i tell you to do right that part too is like just basically do what i tell you to do but then she leaves and goes to live with right. that Dude, right? The whole Which, thing was weird. It's it was like, so I don't, weird. I don't. Was, I think that's the first time she's told me. I guess that I version. could at least look at that in at least an episode and a half. I could look at it and be like, you're involved. Yeah. And I don't know if your dad's a good guy or not. I know her dad, because I texted you, apparently has denied it and yeah. commi- attempted suicide since then. Yeah. Um, but, you know, did he attempt to suicide because he's guilty or did he attempt suicide because. His daughter is blaming him for something horrible that he did. I have no idea what's in that guy's mind. But, or are these two things, like, are they mutually exclusive? Like, did he do bad stuff and she kill her kid? Like, nobody clears all that. But I know that you know. And here's how I know. And other parents, in Snow Cone, you're a parent. Mm -hmm. 
you could, if Bomb Pop was gone for 31 days with his mom, right? Mm -hmm. And she, one, if she brought him to you and he was cold and wet because he fell in a pool. Mm -hmm. And then you thought he was dead. And then she took him and said, everything's going to be okay. And then you didn't talk to him for 31 days. Yeah, no. This is exactly. Casey's story that she gives no. in this right. documentary. That's what she says right. now happened. That's, yeah, that's no. how, no, absolutely. Like, no. what are you talking about? And the fact that you just didn't call the police right away. Right. And like, how about why? your tone originally when your mom finally calls the police and we hear that phone yeah. call? It's like she's saying, talk right. to them. And you can hear it in Casey's voice like, hello. Right, like, like she's uh, annoyed. Like because she's be well, bothered. she was, I think, because she'd just been her mom's already mad at her. She'd attempted to or had stolen the car or something, and she'd right. stolen money from them, and that's what they were upset about. And then they're also like, "And where is Kaylee?" But I can't imagine. My father's pastor. Just put him here on earth. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine him staying with us, bringing me one of my boys, handing them to me. This is her story. Yeah, handing them to me. He's incredibly heavy wet and cold and him saying you did this you did this and then taking the child from me mm-hmm. and saying everything's going to be okay just do what i tell you yeah no yeah yeah no it, we're not doing that like no I, and to me it would be like i don't care we're calling 911 right like i don't know what's i don't it feels like he's passed we're calling 911 to make sure and two if i go to prison for the rest of my life for being an yeah. unfit father because yeah. He got up and walked into the pool or whatever he did. Yeah. That that is all secondary to what we're about to do now, yeah. which is try to save that kid's life. Like right. I don't know that they can't save him. I'm not a doctor. So and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Whatever. And I'll go to prison for the rest of my life. Yeah. I like man, I should not have fallen asleep with them. They walked into the pool and they died. God like that's misery. I understand that. And even as a jury, I may say, you know what, you're not guilty. Like, that happens, right? Like, people fall into pools. And I'm not saying that's what happened to her right, kid. I, I get it. But I'm just saying, there's no point of me that if I was innocent in that, where her story is she fell asleep, and then she woke up and her child had passed. And her father handed her the body of a child that was in a pool, right? Yeah. There's no point of me that just goes, well, you handle it, Pops. Right. That's not a thing. And I didn't understand either what she's saying. First of all, when she gave the story, I looked at Brooke and I was like, wait, was that, is she saying that's a dream that she had? Or that's no. Right? And she's like, no, 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 she's saying that's what happened. I'm like, okay, so I'm very confused. Is she saying when her dad said, basically, do what I say and everything will be yeah. okay or whatever? Was she under the impression that that meant Kaylee will be okay or that we'll stay well, out of trouble? she said that forever. She yeah, said, I thought that. Like, yeah, because for 31 days, I thought that, you know, in my mind, I'm like, but you just said that he handed you and a dead body. Her dad was an ex-cop. Yeah. So does her dad, when she says, I just did what he told me to do. Yeah. So let's just say her dad was involved, okay? And let's say her dad is as abusive as she says he is, and that he came in a room and raped her up until the age of 15. And then I think what she's at least alluding to, and maybe she says it later, is that the dad was then raping the daughter, or at least took her for some reason, which, you know, she can't confirm nor deny, but doing the same thing that she did. Well... Which is weird, too, because just for a so lot now, of people will know this, but for for a, for some for a pedophile to be 
you know, she said that uh, he raped her from the age of like 12 to 15 or whatever right, it was. Yeah. And a lot of people pointed out pedophiles don't, you know, if, if a pedophile is into that specific age range, it would be very odd for them to then suddenly be interested in babies. You know, right. Okay. Or, but, but who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But then she's like, okay, so then I was, I had this a trauma and I did exactly what my dad told me to do. So in my head, I'm like, okay, all right, I'll walk down the street with you. You have trauma, you're abused, you're going to listen to your dad. I don't know. I don't have that type of trauma. I'm sure a psychiatrist could tell me, sure, that happens to people. Mm -hmm. But then I go back to realistic me, and I'm like, your dad was an ex-cop. So when your dad tells you the things to do, does he tell you to just name a random maid that you met once that that's who you gave your kid to? Because that doesn't seem like a good idea. Does he tell you to tell the police that you work at Universal when you don't? Because that doesn't seem like a good idea. He's a cop. Yeah. So I think he would at least have a couple of ideas as to what we should do from here on out. And also he had 31 days. Right. So if he's doing this as an ex-cop with 31 days... He's just going to take the the body, put it in a bag, and just basically throw it in the yard right. next door? I mean, it's right down Didn't the seem the like that was the case. But then I also thought, like, maybe her dad was, like, I know this is where I kind of got a little bit. I was like, maybe her dad was smarter than all of us who think we're smart because she digged it up. Well, right. Something right, worked. So maybe, I mean, right, something worked that happened because I'm looking at her, and she's in Ohio, and she's got a job, and she's driving a Honda. So I'm yes. like... Maybe some of this story actually worked. And someone else pointed out, I saw several people pointing this out, that in the documentary she says that she did not you know, remember what had happened to her, the, her dad abusing her when she was a kid, until basically she was in prison. Mm-hmm. And so then when she's in prison and she hears people talking about this, she's like, oh, I, th- oh my gosh, I have suppressed this, it's coming back. And she writes these letters to the cellmate. Mm-hmm. But then later, uh, that's episode one, I think. By episode three, she's talking about how she wouldn't leave... Kaylee with her dad didn't want to leave Kaylee with her dad because of the abuse right. that he had. Uh, I mean, uh, maybe I'm confused here, but it's one part you're telling me that you didn't remember it until you're in prison. And then just a couple hours later, you're talking about how, you know, this was something that was on your mind when Kaylee was alive. I, I just, right. you've had this much time to come up with the story, and it's about. Uh, well, she's it's dead, fascinating. She's it's on Peacock. Yeah. It's fascinating for about an hour. Yeah, and after a while, I'm like, I can't listen to her anymore. I can't listen to her lawyer. I can't. And not even, I want to be honest weird. with you, even like, maybe I'm like, there's a part of me that's like, I don't know, maybe she's telling all the truth. But at this point, it, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm just out. The lawyer thing is super weird. Yeah. I mean, like living with the lawyer and all that. And he's, you know, she hasn't told me a lie in 10 years. And I'm like, great. Uh, <laughs> but what exactly is going on here? But who knows? But she is yeah. hot, though. She is very pretty, still very pretty. I mean, we knew that then when all those pictures were coming out. She does. I don't know if you got to it, but at one point when she's talking about doing her own investigation or when she's talking to the police, talking about how she like went to these bars, you know, like she's looking for Kaylee in a bar because they mm. had those photos of her yeah. while she was, you know, those 31 days when she was, I guess, doing whatever her dad told her, which included going to these bars and parties and whatever else, which in the documentary, they tried to make it sound like maybe those pictures weren't taken during that time, but right. they, they were. So then she says, oh, well, yeah, I'm smiling in those photos, but you know that doesn't mean that I'm smiling underneath. You know, you're, Everyone has to hide things, and it's people who are experiencing trauma, I'm like, yeah, but you look like you're really smiling. We, we've all known someone who something is going on in their life, and you can kind of tell, and 
I don't know. It's just photographs, but still. If, right. if you haven't seen it and you're into true crime at all, I would, it's worth say, watch. I would, I would say it's worth it, yeah. The Church of Laszlo. What are we doing? Well, don't forget that we're on this thing because Snowcone's leaving it running now. So you got to be the careful. The whole time? Well, it, we don't have to do the whole I mean, thing. Don't right. do that. Well, just yeah, saying just... in general, check with him to make sure because he normally turns it off today. So far, do. he hasn't turned it off because we said someone had gone on our uh, subreddit and said, hey, why don't you guys use the Twitch stream while you're not on the air oh, and see. just you know interact a little bit and say hello? So here we are. Okay, good. I'm, I'm watching myself, but I'm trying to look at the comments there. People can just go to uh, Church of Laszlo on Twitch, right? Twitch.com slash Church of Laszlo. That's it. What was I going to ask? About? Oh, I did want to talk to you guys about this real quick. And Snowcone, you may have seen this on Reddit. This gets posted like once a year, every six months on all the local subreddits. It's, you know, what, um, I don't remember exactly how they word it, but it, what restaurant is so bad that you would only send your enemies? You know, so, something like that. It's basically what okay. restaurant do you hate? What's a terrible restaurant? Okay. And they try to exclude uh, chain restaurants. Everyone wants to know about the local restaurants, sure, the sure. local spots people hate. And I've seen a few of these just in Kansas City alone. There's been at least two or three of them. And, I mean, you can see just about every single locally owned restaurant gets mentioned by somebody. Some people, it seems like they just had a uh, bad experience. Okay. It was really busy on a Friday night. Other people, maybe they used to love it and it's just gotten terrible. You do see a couple of names that seem to pop up a lot and pop up on uh, each time the question gets asked. But the most common thing is that you always see people say, yeah, plus the owner is a misogynistic, right. okay. racist. Is that just like a oh, thing okay. that everyone... Um, assumes about a restaurant tour, or is it true, or is it uniquely right. a Kansas City thing? I feel like since I was a kid, I remember my brother talking about any restaurant that he worked at, the owner being a, a drug-addicted piece of trash, and he well, was misogynistic. I mean, and restaurant lends itself to that type of behavior. Is that what it is? I think so. Uh, I mean... I knew the owner at the restaurant that I worked at. He seemed okay to me, but I suppose, I don't know, maybe he was misogynistic. I do think there's a lot of cocaine. Well, how would you know? A lot of cocaine. Well, that's true. But I, I worked with girls, and I don't, don't recall them complaining. Hmm. But there is, a lot of, there is a lot of coke in the restaurant in, industry. I'll say yeah, that. A, like, lot booze, a, lot, a, lot a lot of booze. A lot of booze. drugs. Yeah, a lot, a lot of drugs. Uh, do you have a restaurant that, yeah, that you hate? I, but, but will you say it? Yeah. It's a local restaurant that you hate? Have well, you yeah. said it? No. I didn't know if this was something you've said in the past. I'm a little nervous. Why are you nervous? <laughs> I know, because, he's very nervous. Because, I don't know. I mean, you know, this is uh, somebody's life. And it's not right, every... It? Well, there's more than one of them. Okay. But I think it's a local chain, but I'm not sure. Okay. Because I go to other ones, and they're fine, but I go to this one because it's closer to my house, and it's always just an abortion. Okay. <laughs> just abortion. a filthy abortion. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, so are you feeling like you're going to say it? or uh, Me Ranchito. The one oh. in downtown Overland Park, man, I have never gotten to, like, I think I went there the other day, and the girl came up, she took our order, and then, like, in the middle of it, she's like, uh, I don't understand, and went and got somebody else, and then they took our order, and then uh, it just came out, it was all, like, everything was, like, every was everybody's service? was wrong, and then I waited there for a while, nobody ever came, like, when I mean, this happens every time, and finally... Like, the manager came up, and he knew, like, all right, we screwed up all your orders. It took us 30 minutes to get your drink order while there's nobody else here. Like, this, it's not good. And I apologize. And I'm like, good. And that's it. And he goes, is there anything else I can get you? Now, I've been sitting there for 30 minutes. And <laughs> I go, food. I go, the bill. <laughs> oh, the bill. <laughs> no one has brought me the bill. And he goes, 
And he goes and gets the bill and brings it to me, and that's it. Have a good night. The, uh, no discount, no nothing, nothing. huh? Man, and it, by the way, it happens every time. I don't even know. I've heard, I've seen it. I know I've seen the sign. What? I don't know if I've eaten it. Me Ranchito. It's well, really there's good. One, there's one on like uh, 119th or College or something okay. over there. Yeah, and it's always perfect. It's just this oh, one yes, in downtown Overland Park. I it is horrifying. Oh, isn't the, yeah, there's one like on the corner of Flum and something maybe. I feel like I have eaten at a, at a Mi Ranchito. I don't yeah. know. There's more. It's Mexican, right? It is. There's mm-hmm. more bad Mexican than good Mexican. Sure. I know depending on which part of the country you're in, that can become even more so. In Seattle, we didn't really have any no. Mexican food. It was bizarre. But as proud as Kansas Cityans are f- f- of a lot of their Mexican restaurants, I find many of and them And I feel like if, you, so if I go to the other Mi Ranchito, their food's great. It's yeah, good. It's, it's really honest great. to God, this one. And I'm like, God, here's the thing in my head. The boys will be like, hey, let's go get carne asada tacos at Mi Ranchito. And I'm, in my head, I'm always like, oh, we could drive that one in Lenexa. Mm. And I'm like, but this one is, I mean, it's so close. How so is they really going to screw it up again? Like, it's, it had to be, and it's been like five times, and every time, an unmitigated abortion. So you're just done now, I assume, with that one at least. No, right? I, because I know me, <laughs> and it'll be a month until they ask for that again, and I'll be like, well, they can't screw it up again, and I'll go back, and they will. Well, if they don't screw it up next time, let us know, because now that we've, we've bashed him or whatever, yeah. uh, and Snowcone defended him, he, he likes them. Well, I, I also I said there's something I really like. Yeah. yeah, the one yeah. off 87th and Flum, what you're talking about, is good. I, I, I don't yeah. recall it being I know what you're talking about. And there's one like in Lenexa, like maybe 135th or something. I thought you always go to Camacho's because it's by your I place. do, but that's, you know, actually I love Camacho's, but it's always so busy. Yeah, And I if, I know it's crazy, but then I roll into Mi Ranchito in downtown Overland Park and there's nobody in there. Uh, okay. And I'm like, well... I get why. <laughs> right. And they're like, right. we don't know how to handle this. this Everyone is- else is... Uh, Made the decision that they are going to Camacho's. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Right. It would just be the one location. I don't. If it is a local thing, I don't know if it's local right, or not. But it's, it's weird that it would just be the one location. Maybe it's just a bad. No, other ones and they're great. So I, I at least want to say that. Like to be honest, they are great. But mm-hmm. it's so funny. People on these threads get so worked up that their hatred for whatever restaurant it is. It's powerful enough to sit down and write in great detail about why they hate right. the place. I cannot you don't think have any? Of, not that I can think of. I mean, there's stuff that I would, I'm sure if you're, no, that would be more like, am I in the mood for something? I really can't think of a place other than I did see people complaining about price. Now, maybe I might think something is overpriced, sure. but uh, even then I just think, well, I'm not going to complain about that. Right. Because, yeah. um, I mean, the I'm price is person. the price. The price is the price, right. right. I just people, if I can't afford it, then I'll just go back. Yeah, I saw a lot of people, it's not local, but a lot of people going after Eddie V's, and I was like, oh, I really like Eddie V's. I like Eddie V's, too. A lot. Yeah. And everyone just attacking them. I was like, this is like the nicest, best mm. restaurant I go to once a yeah. year. You know what I mean? I really like that place. So I maybe I just, I'm not a food uh Critic, I guess. Right, I'm, sure. I'm not even really much of a food snob. I suppose if I get bad food, I, I usually think there's something wrong with me. I definitely don't do what most of these people claim they're doing, which is call managers over oh, no. and then demand free food. You're taking a risk when you go in there. Now, if you go back and you get burned two or three times or whatever. Or five now, or six or like five me or six because like it's Laszlo, close. That's your choice. <laughs> yes, that's it. But to, to ask for free food because you didn't like it, I'm not, I don't understand that. I don't have that instinct. I understand hoping that they're going to give you something free, right. hoping, thinking like, well, they should give us at least a discount, and right. you're a little bummed if they don't. But I've never asked a, a manager, hey, I want you to take this off our bill. Yeah, maybe, no. maybe if it was something really expensive and that bad, 
You go to more nice restaurants than I do, so maybe that's a situation. I don't, situation I don't know where you that's could, true. But I think you probably go to more nice restaurants than I do. I don't eat out really. I mean, I yeah, when you ever do, you go with your girlfriend to a night. I don't really do that. I mean, that Eddie V's. We I'm more of a bar year. guy. Yeah, but you like steak restaurants. So if you talk about going to get a good well, steak, go. yeah, and, I mean, yeah, we go, and I mean, seafood restaurants. So I feel like yeah. just in general, you probably go to nicer places a little more okay. often. And I don't know if that's if you ever have asked for a discount or even to no. talk to a manager. My whole thing is I'm going to tip. But when the you go no to what. a nicer place, it's usually I don't. It's, you know, maybe it's overpriced, but they at least present it in a way that exactly. you that you're like, oh yes. I'm paying for this. I get it. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. I get it. And it right. makes it taste a little better. Well, you know, at least makes better. you feel better about spending the money on it. Yes. And so yeah. if it's bad, I might not even notice. I'm like, this This is pretty fancy. This food, uh, that you know, it's a little over my head, so right. I don't totally understand it, but I'm sure it's great. Well, really, my really thing is, stuff. too, is I'm not doing that. I like. I don't do, like, you go to, like, the French restaurant. Oh, well, yeah, been, I don't, I don't been, do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I don't know. Uh, it's not that I don't like it. It's just that if I'm going to go spend... A bunch of money on dinner. To me, it's steak and whiskey. Yeah, and I want to go to Chili's right. like every time. I love chain restaurants, and uh, I love whatever that level of food is. I guess that's one step I saw above a fast food. I think I almost bought you, and I still should buy you for Christmas. But it was a sweater, and just said, "I'm really feeling it in this Chili's." That would be <laughs> a pretty good gift for me. The Church of Laszlo. All right, you good? I'm good. You? I'm great, man. The, uh, All right, if Twitch you want to watch working? this program on Twitch, you can do so, right? Just go to twitch.com slash Church of Lazo. That's it. Do that. And uh, you can chat with us. It's weird. I can't look at my I don't really know how to chat on this thing. Well, so. they can hear us. So yeah, I know, but you just, still. You just respond to the questions. Well, I know, but it seems odd. Uh, I saw a, a forum where they were asking guys, what is something that you'd like to tell your wife but you can't because you know it will start a fight. It's the, it's the thing you can't bring up. I want a divorce. Right. Well, see, we're divorced, so I'm thinking, well, this is great. Well, we that can, was the big one. We can talk about it. Well, eventually, right? <laughs> that was a big there one. Had to be I, something like, going that. into it when I filed divorce papers, I knew this is going to start an argument. <laughs> yeah, and you were right. It, it no, did. I did. Yeah. And, and, and that argument five years later hasn't really ended. But yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> I would like a divorce. Right. It's one of those things that. You know, you should think about before you say, not that I, I don't recommend it. I, I think divorce is great, and uh, it only gets better and better every day. That said, uh, it will start an argument. It's going to start a fight. It's going to start an argument, yeah. well, especially when like somebody ser- ser- when they serve them. Mm. Yeah, and then they bring in professional So I got fighters. served. It is like, you know, it's like, oh, okay. Like, and then they bring in like a fighter. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, it's like a video game. And you're like, I'd like to fight you, but meet my fighter. (laughs) And then that that person comes in and like, ah. You have to hire a fighter. Right, and then you hire a fighter, and then we fight. And then we just fight. And there's a ref who has to watch it all. A ref is a judge. It's like, you guys are children. Yep. Like, if you weren't children, then we could just split this up amicably and move about our ways. But because you're both children, we now need... My, I'm your mother. Yeah, I'm your parent. And I'm going to go ahead and separate you two and put you in different rooms, and then uh, we'll go from there. Yeah. So the divorce thing will sort of fight. So uh, I would uh, pre- judge Gyllenhaal or Gyllenhaal, however you pronounce your name. I, uh, yeah, you know, that's thank I you. Did you really? Yeah, Gyllenhaal. There you go. Thank you for being uh, you know, an appropriate mother. Yeah, I thought she, she did a good job. She was good. Yeah, like fair. I like her. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that I got everything I wanted because I didn't, but I did think she was like, yo, let's slow down on the dumb stuff. 
Do, do those judges, is that what they do all day, is just divorce Yeah, she's a trials? divorce that, judge, it? I think. Family, I mean, I know those family. divorce attorneys. Oh, fa- family attorney. Family, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. I guess that makes sense. So, yes, a divorce will start a fight. Bringing up divorce will start a fight. There had yeah. to be something, though, before you knew you wanted to get divorced that you had to constantly bite your tongue because... I don't love you. Well, that's a big one, yeah. I did not see people mentioning that one. I'm a little mm-hmm. bit surprised because mm-hmm. that will definitely start a fight. Uh Looking back, I was trying to think, okay, well, what was something that, you know, I couldn't bring up? And the only thing I could kind of think was, well, it would have had to have been family related, right? You don't want to say anything about the other person's family. I mean, you do. But then if you do, it it's probably well, going to start a fight. As I'm reading through this, almost every single one of these guys, their response is something to do with their wife's family. It's even like a, as minor as you spend all this time with your family and you get nothing in return. Okay, that's that's weird. I don't know why you well, need you to bring that return, up anyway. Right. What, what do you care? But most of them are about, I don't want to be around your family. I don't like your family. Or I don't want to spend that much time with your family. Some people saying, I don't mind your family. But I, I because I'm nice to them and we get along does not mean that I should spend more time with them. Right. When you don't get it's all family stuff. And I think, man, with the holidays coming up, what's Laszlo's advice? Well my thing was stuff? I will be honest with you. So here's the thing. I neglected my family to make my ex happy so that we could spend time with her family. Mm-hmm. Because family, like it was, like my, uh, you know, I I even remember like you know Christmases, like you know, Dad, probably not gonna see. You. I'm gonna go see my ex's family. And he's like, yeah, 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 do what you got to do. Like we were just more like that. Like it was more like, hey, make it work. We'll make it yeah. work. You're good. I love you. Where with my ex's family, I was like, you have to come. You have to stay with us. You have to li-, right. Like so, I was always like, oh, when I look back on it, I shouldn't have done that. Now that my dad's passed. And I look at, like, all of the time I spent with her family over Thanksgiving and Christmas and birthdays and all those things and excluded my family from that, uh, I shouldn't have done that. So really, honestly, be honest with yourself and take time for your family. Your family. Like, do that. Yeah, and I think... Uh, because it, I was like, I just want to get through this. It should, there should, there's got to be some sort of fair rules in place. Either yeah, but I know that most or, people, I know there's women and men, depending on what their family situation, we just put your head down and bear it. Like, yeah. because, because you'll be like, well, I don't really want to go to your family's house for this Christmas. I want to go to my family. They're like, well, my mom will, you know, and then you're like... And so if you have a mom, like my mom and dad, who are like, it's okay. Like, we'll see you after that. We'll see you on New Year's Eve or whatever. You acquiesce yeah. to the person who says, no, my mom will freak out if we're not right. there for Thanksgiving. So you're like, well, my mom and dad won't. Right. Like, they're fine. Like, my mom and dad, my dad would never freak out about anything like that. Like, I know you love me. We're good. The, well, go do your thing. But now I look back on it and I was like, I should have honored him more. Yes. You know, and I didn't do that. Yeah, I think people should try and make sure that they're splitting it. Right. You know, so, somehow. Even whether that's alternating. Like, for, for us, uh, Brooks uh, family, they like Thanksgiving better. Her dad, Thanksgiving, is the right. important one. So we do Thanksgiving with them, and then we do Christmas with, with my family. So it works out that way. But like my brother and, and his wife, um, you know, they would alternate. Okay, well, this right. year, you know, we're going to be at her family's house right. and, then, you know, and go back and forth. If you spend too much time with one side or either side, even if you think they're getting along, which is what so many guys on here are saying, is you are mistaking my kindness exactly. for friendship, for, right? Right. For, for liking these people or that I sh- – 
that you shouldn't be worried about how much time we're spending with your family. Right. Well, you see, you like hanging out with my family. What's the problem? And no matter how much someone likes. And for me, it was always like, all right, I want, look, can we just get a hotel room? Yeah, have, have some Can we space. just get a hotel room and have some space? We'd be like, no, we have to stay with them. And then we'd stay with them, and then within four days, everybody would be fighting. We'd fly home early. I'm like, why don't we just get a hotel room, and then there'd literally be no fighting? Yeah. <clears throat> like, as soon as you were like, oh, this is getting heated. Right. I'd be like, hey, I love Let's you, and out. leave, and go. <laughs> yeah. Like, why aren't we doing that? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, especially if But I guess I no grew up problem. in a house where, it was, like, literally, I think my mom and my dad were always, like, you know, fig- like, I, uh, my dad used to say, and I say it now to my boys or whatever, and you can use it as a motivational speech if you want, but so what, now what? Which was, all right, all this happened, so what? Now what? What are you going to do? And then now what was like, let's go to a hotel room. Right. Right, so what? Everybody got in a little bit of argument. Now what? Cool, now we're back in our hotel room. We can go figure it out tomorrow. But when you're all living in the same house, there is no now what? Well, now what? We leave. Right. And, and as soon as someone starts the packing their luggage, it's, but if our luggage ain't there, yeah. then it's never, it's not bad. Like, oh, now what? Oh, we're going to go to dinner, and right? Like, it's over. Like, you can handle it. I, I never understood why we had to stay with my in-laws. Did she seem to enjoy being around them, or did, did she seem to get annoyed with them, too? Uh, I think it was always, uh, to her credit, I think it was to all, it was always with optimism. Okay, so she like was it's going to be great, right? It's going to be great, and sometimes it was. Like I'll be honest with you, some, and then other times it was like this is this is yeah, this is ridiculous. What are we doing? Right, my ex, as you recall, spent a ton of time yes. with family, especially when we first started dating. I mean, they did so many family things. It wasn't just the holidays, and around the holidays, I mean, they really milked that because right. they would have multiple get-togethers at the same house for the same holiday. It was crazy. You would do. We did three different things for Christmas at her sister's house one year, and I finally had to say, "Hey, we're with your family like a lot, and right. and if you want to go be with your family that much, uh, that's cool, whatever. Um, but I don't think I want to go every single time you go." Sure. And she was shocked. It was totally. Wait, what? You don't like my family? It's not that. It's not even that I don't like your right. family. It's that I don't want to spend. I don't know if this right. is more a guy thing. I assume women are the exact same way. They don't want to spend. No one really wants to spend too much time with the other person's family. No. There's, there's, no matter how much you like them. Now, there, it's good to like them. That makes it a lot better. Makes it easier. Because the truth is, my, my ex-in-laws, there were some of them that I just... I didn't really like her sister was great. I like well, the one that you played ping pong with a stripper's vagina yeah. with. You seem to get along yeah. with just fine. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little too well. That was part <laughs> right. of the problem. Let's spend less time together. I don't want your dad feeling that. That's where that led, by the way. Right. That's where you end up. Suddenly, he shows up at my bachelor party, and he's you know whatever right. he said he was doing. I well, just I didn't say he was doing it. I saw him do it. <laughs> yeah, you make it say like like it's a. Kaylee Anthony documentary. Uh, I will take the camera here all day and tell you exactly what happened. And nobody would put that camera on me and be like, I think he might be lying. No, I remember it was a little football boom when they flicked it in there. You know, that game, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was a game. That happened. That, yeah. oh, yeah, that, that happened. And then he took off his shirt, his shirt and his offered shirt to pay off. with a credit card for whatever he could do. He offered. Yeah. And they were like, we don't take credit cards. He was very upset. Yeah. Yeah, he you know he was. Wanting he didn't have a Green time. American Express though. I was slightly impressed by that. He was wanting everyone to have fun. And yeah. right before that happened, your brothers were like, "Hey, uh, 
we're taking dad out of here. And they took your dad, your my, dad. My dad, who of, was just sitting in the background <laughs> laughing the whole time. Your dad yeah. was having a good time. I was sitting next to him. That's why I know that your brothers were like, hey, we're taking him out. Yeah. And I'm like, why? And right. they're like, because... About to get this weird. guy's about to get weird. <laughs> I'm glad that they. I'm glad that they knew right. that because it was. I mean, my dad left, and then we went outside to smoke a cigarette. Yeah. We were taking like they, the lady said they needed a five minute break or something, sure. and we turn around and there is the father in law with no shirt on. Suddenly, yeah, you're like what? And everyone's going, going look, read his shirt is off. Why do he take shirt? And he's like tying it around his waist. It's not. Yeah. I thought, well, wait, did he spill something? He's trying to get a stain no. out. No, no. And that's when things really got weird. So yeah, don't spend too much time. With your and honestly, even if your parents are the cool ones, don't take them for granted for that because I did. Yes, like don't take them granted for that because they're like, hey, we want you to be happy, do that thing. Don't take them for granted for that. I did. I always feel bad about that. It's the Church of It's time to doom scroll with Slim Fast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo. We're doom, doom scroll. scrolling, baby. So I don't know if you heard the news, but we lost a legend yesterday. Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I didn't know she was sick. Apparently, she got diagnosed she didn't know either. And, and died within, I think they said, Colon a couple, couple cancer, months man. or something. Like, it didn't boom. take very long. Uh, and she was in her 70s. That surprised me. If yeah, me I too. Had to guess her age. I would have thought she, she was, was so 60. hot on Cheers. I know she got like if you you know if you're not a conservative, she got people you know she got all weird later. But man, she was a bombshell. On Cheers. And there, people are split when you read through the comments, uh, you know, seeing this story today. People know her from Cheers, or if they're my age, it seems like they know her from Look Who's Talking. Okay. And you've got Ted Danson giving a tribute right. to her, and then you've got John Travolta putting out a tribute to her as well. So I thought she was really hot in Look Who's Talking. Yeah, of course, I mean, yeah. And there was, like, the whole scene where she... Well, it doesn't matter. Uh, after that, you didn't see her much, and then I just remember people making fun of her on Late Night TV. Yeah. yeah, and then the Scientology stuff. Fans and co-stars are mourning Emmy-winning actor Kirstie Alley. She was 71 years old when she died yesterday. Her children made the announcement saying she had only recently been diagnosed with cancer. Alley is being remembered as a woman who was funny and outspoken on and off the screen. I liked her voice. She had a great voice, you know? I can't remember it, to be honest with you. I just remember her being real attractive when they brought her in as the manager of Cheers or something. Yeah. Did you like that show or just your dad loved it? It was my dad watching, so I don't even know that I saw, like, the the first inclination of it. There was the reruns, you know? He'd watch it late at night or whatever, and I'd watch it with him. Yeah, it got put on Netflix a long time ago, and that introduced it to a new generation, and now I guess it's on another streaming platform. I see people talking about it again, young people watching Cheers. I, I guess maybe it's just because it felt like it was my parents' show. It's a good show. But yeah, it's it's pretty good, but I don't find the myself office being before to watch the office. It. Right? I mean, it's, like Ryan was it's just like, like the same guys, different story, mm-hmm. one room building, sure. and then yeah. what's going on in their lives, right? I mean, that was basically it. And you had, uh, and although I've watched the office, I'm not going to remember it, the people who fell in love or whatever, what were their names? Sam and, and Jim. Jim. Right. You had uh, and Sam Ryan. and Diane. They were Sam and Diane were them earlier. Not that, you know. Uh, they were as funny or as well written or whatever, but mm-hmm. it was the same basic concept. Here's a building, one camera shot. Let's see what happens with these people. Mm-hmm. Was um, Kirstie Alley on there? Did she replace Diane? Uh, what's her name? Okay, so that was Diane. Was I can't think of that actress's name. So Kirstie Alley came after that, yeah. right? Because the first is that is your name Shelley Long or something? Yeah, sure. okay. I'll Any, go with that. Anyhow, yeah, I I. I would love to find a, a show like that that I haven't seen that has that many episodes that you can just, mm. you know, there's so mm-hmm. much stuff to watch. But and I tried with Cheers a little bit when they brought it back on Netflix. You didn't like it? Like, it's fine. I just was like, I don't, I don't need to keep 
Well, it would this. seem like you would like it. I, I don't hate Just it. Just because you like Seinfeld. Like, yeah. what's the difference? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could say Seinfeld's better, but you haven't seen this one, so even if it's less, it I mean, I definitely, like you would like I, it. I've seen a lot of them. I just didn't feel the need to, like, continue to watch it. And I did watch it some when it was on because my parents, same thing. You know, my not drink that by itself. Yeah, that looks strong. Hey, um, we lost another legend. Well, at least for the next 14 years, Michael Avenatti sentenced. I saw that. 14 years in the slammer. Damn. I thought that he was in trouble for trying to uh, uh, rip off Nike, right? Remember that yeah, story? He was. About, yeah, wasn't that originally like the story? But then I saw in the story today, it said something about how uh, he admitted to the judge that he had stolen know, millions there from was several like a clients. With for like extorting Nike. Yeah, it was like wasn't a, there? some sort of extortion plot. And I don't yeah. remember if we ever read what that plot was exactly, but. I know that it was about Nike. I, re- I do remember that. Yeah, I don't too. know if that's exactly what he was on trial for this time around. It's weird because he was just in that Pepsi documentary. Right. I think he was on house arrest in that documentary because right. they, they reference it. And the guy goes to his house to interview him and has to go into the backyard because I assume he's wearing an ankle monitor. Well, now he's going to prison. Disgraced attorney Michael Avenatti was sentenced yesterday to 14 years in prison Man. after admitting he cheated four of his clients out of millions of dollars. The California judge also ordered him to pay more than $7 million in restitution to the victims and $3 million to the government. Did you watch Why the Pepsi $3 million thing? To the government? Did you watch the Pepsi thing? I did, yeah. Okay, right. We talked he about was it. In it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I mean, he I seemed mean, like he was in good spirits. Yeah. I don't know. I probably didn't think he was going to get 14 years. 14 years is a long 14 years time. is too long. You're going to do, if you get 14, I feel like you're going to do at least six, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a long time to be in prison. It was. I was watching one of those murder shows that you watched or whatever. I don't remember which one, but the guy was facing 10. Oh, I might be able to remember the name of it as I think about it. But the guy was facing like 15 years. And they let him out on bail. And the cops said, uh, I, I couldn't believe they let him out on bail. And they were like, well, why not? And he's like, if I'm facing 15 years, I'm running. That was just matter of fact. Like, yeah. I'm a cop, and I'm yeah. telling you right now, to me, the same thing. Yeah. Like, I can go do one. I'll do one. I might be able to do two. If you told me I'll do two, I'll get out. You start getting into five to 20. You're gonna, well, then you're going to have to catch me. What's the worst that happens? <laughs> you're have to catch the worst me. that happens is you catch me, yeah. and I go do 5 to 20. Yeah. Who cares? Like, you're going you to have to catch me. You're going to have to catch me. And I get it. You, you know, changing your life and moving to Mexico and being on the run, Whatever. It, it's not going to be as fun as not being on the run right. and being at home. But you're going to have to prison, catch me. I'm going to have to take that chance. I promise you. Yes, absolutely. And, then, and if I'm actually in the cuffs and the bailiff has got me and they come out and they say, 14 years, and they start to walk you back there. Well, now I'm thinking, I got to figure yeah, some, some sort of way to escape this place. I got to fake a health injury, something to end up in the hospital and try and run. Is there any possible way? So if you let me out, I'm absolutely I'm running. Running, because I'm running. Now, once you're actually in the slammer, the people who actually do figure out how to successfully escape from prison, I know Nobody it's rare. Uh, I would just feel, I know me, I'd be so overwhelmed and think this isn't, it's not possible. There's, why, why bother? I'm not digging any holes. We're not getting in the laundry cart. None of this is going to work. Mm-hmm. Not because you're scared, because like you said, Lazo, what's the worst going to happen? I'm already in prison. Yeah. I'll give it a shot. I'm going to try every day. Yeah, but just because I'm thinking like this just won't work. Uh, flu season is the worst it's been in, I don't know, okay. so 20, 20 years or something like that. Uh, sure. Hospitals are full. Uh, what do you mean? Sure. I don't know. Just like well, that's the new, that's the story. Yeah, I don't, about? I don't understand. <laughs> Let me tell you, hey, flu season is uh, it's bad. <laughs> well, like, well, okay, well, no one cares. The, like, what is that? Okay, well, then we don't have to uh, talk about it much more. But I will say that, that what they want you to do, Lazo, is hey, that- flu season's bad this year. Okay, I've heard. 
Thank you. It's in the news. Mm-hmm. It's in the news. You'll well, see yeah. it. the hospitals are full. So, Laszlo, I know we tried More to do this. More Kirstie Alley's bot, less flu season. Okay, I know <laughs> when we you're doing the news, do think like a boom. But we got to get vaccinated. You got to get a flu shot. Okay. Because you were going to go do that, and then I don't remember, something I happened, do and we we all need to do that, or because we're not going to make it. This is the kind of thing that will kill us. If young people are going to the hospital for the flu, then it will absolutely kill us. I know people do care about this Idaho murder story. I got this so is, much alcohol in my veins. That it just you kills think it'll it. kill it? Yeah, that's just the tough thing, it. right? If there's just a way that we could get yeah. that alcohol inside you somehow, they say it would just kill it. I think yeah, I found it checks out. So in Idaho, this this murder investigation is ongoing and still. Are you on camera right now, Snowco? Yeah, he is. Has he, okay, or he was right. Is your camera on? I am right now. Okay, okay. Ah, uh, so there's a. He's a, better at this because he used to. It. <laughs> <laughs> slight update, Snowcone, for your Idaho. I always feel story. caught, you know, like I'm like, oh, am I? But I mean, you just walk around with mine all the time, so okay. you know, it is okay. what it is. He's got his laptop with a little sticker on it to cover his logo mm-hmm. up yeah. and Good feet job. up on the bed. Uh, so now police are. Am I getting you mad yet? No, I haven't done it. I, Just, I keep going. Police are what? But <laughs> police have said now that they are investigating. What does that mean? Maybe it's asking questions, but maybe there's more to it. The media is hopeful that there's more to it. The fraternity that one of these guys was in, one of the in Sunco. you listen to the podcast. I don't mm-hmm. remember their names, but I know that one of them. At least there was a guy and a girl that were I think a couple. Like all of them were in fraternities or sororities. Okay, and and one was a couple, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. and. Uh, they had just been at his fraternity house, so they they're the ones that didn't go drinking, right? Party, yes. And they were the two girls that went to a bar. That went to the bars that the were on the cameras. Went to a fraternity party. Okay, so yes. the couple goes to the fraternity party. They were the ones who weren't at the food truck on the on camera. They are now going to that fraternity and talking to them. This morning, police zeroing in on the movements of two of the University of Idaho victims, Zana Kernadel and Ethan Chapin, the night they were murdered. Looking specifically at the hours between 9 p.m. and 1.45 a.m. when the couple was believed to be at Ethan's fraternity. Zana and Ethan stabbed to death less than a block away at Zana's home, along with Kaylee Gonzalez and Madison Mogan, who were found on the top floor. Two roommates survived, along with Kaylee's dog. Authorities now say the dog was found inside the home, but in a separate room mm. from the victims. Uh, yeah, the dog didn't have any evidence on any blood. They don't know if the dog was in the house when this happened. That's the first time I've heard them mention the mm-hmm. dog. I guess I have not been following the story as closely as I normally would for a, a, a murder mystery. But mm-hmm. uh, am I missing any other big news there, Snowcone? The only other thing that they I should have had guess, a camera. Yeah, well, they had the camera at the food truck. Yeah, but they, they should have the camera house. in the house, yeah. you know? People yeah. have them in the house. That would have helped, for I know. sure. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We were able to see people in there. Good way to make some extra spending money. Yeah. Um, do all kinds of things with it. Um, the murdered victim. Murder victims. One of the girls, her dad was on TV. I think this girl, and I'm, I don't remember their names, which one's which. But so, Snowcone, you may have seen this because I think it happened over the weekend, but did you see the dad came on TV and said that he he saw his daughter daughter's injuries and that basically she was she got it the worst so he thinks that she was probably the one who was targeted uh, right. that her um you know he doesn't get specific but it sounds like her injuries were much worse it was much more violent with her now they were all stabbed as far as i know isn't that what they're saying yeah. that all of them were yeah. stabbed but he but did you say that too why are you saying yeah, he you listened to he listened to a podcast about was it was it good yeah it was all right i just I, Caught you up on everything. Yeah, okay. So you're all caught up? 
I think so. Well, why isn't he telling the story? Because it sounds to me like you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Who, me? <laughs> I'm asking him if I miss anything. You know, like, I haven't been following it, but I'm just saying, why don't you just tell yeah. us the story? Because he's well listening to a goddamn podcast about it. I have since that podcast. I don't know any of this new stuff. I don't. Yeah, okay. th- but that's there's really not that I much new stuff. I rely on fast to get me caught up. Uh, okay. All right, we got to take a break. I'll fight you. We got to <laughs> take a break, and then we'll come back and finish Doom Scrolling. The Church of Laszlo. We're going to Doom Scroll some more? Yep, we're going to finish Doom Scrolling. Did you watch that game last night? I did. Tom Brady is pretty good at football. He is pretty good at football. It's third down. Underneath. And touchdown, Rashad White. Tom Brady's only NFL win after trailing by 13 or more points in the fourth quarter was against the Falcons in Super Bowl 51. 44th career comeback in the fourth quarter or overtime. The most all-time now. Breaking that tie with Peyton Manning. If you want to know why a guy like Brady, who at 45 in his 23rd year, won't retire, it's games like this. No question. I mean, that is as exhilarating as it must get. That shocked me that uh, Peyton Manning had that record. I would just assume for as long as Tom has played and as good as he is, that he probably has most of those records. But I guess up until last night... Um, he had been tied with Peyton Manning for most, however they worded it, come back in the fourth quarter, right? Comebacks in the fourth quarter. Right. Anyway, uh, box one, 17, 16. All right. We will finish Doom's going here in just a minute. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? We're finishing Doom's going. Let's do it. Have you seen the story about North Carolina where there's tens of thousands of people without power? No. Because of, uh, somebody going mm-hmm. into, what are those things called? A substation? Isn't that what they call them? Went in there with a gun and just started shooting. Yeah, power plant thing. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. And just went in there, and I don't know if this person was trying to take down the power. I just thought this will be fun to vandalize some stuff. But they are searching for this person now because I uh, thought it's they, like I thought day they knew three. The motive was to like shut down power. Oh, it was. There was a, there was a uh, drag reading to kids or something. Well, oh, is that like, well, is that what it was? That's what I thought it was. I just kept thinking, why is it national news that North Carolina has this power outage? And I saw that it was because of vandalism. Then this morning, uh, I saw I just saw them talk about it on either Today Show or Good Morning America, and they said that this guy went in there with a gun and shot the place up. And they showed a cop talking about it at a press conference, like this is a big deal. We need to you know take this stuff seriously. I didn't know it had anything to do with. Him being mad about remember that podcast we listened to where it was it could happen here as like a civil war or whatever. Yeah. One of the scenarios they said is like those power stations are pretty vulnerable, vulnerable. Yeah, because if you take like a gun oh, and just shoot something, that, yeah. yeah, that they could like knock out power for like hundreds well, of thousands it did of people. It. I yeah. mean, it doesn't look like it's hard to get in there. There's a little gate with a sign, you know, that says "Don't go in here." But it doesn't mm-hmm. look like it'd be hard to get around that. And obviously, it wasn't for this person. After more than 48 hours in frigid temperatures and pitch black nights, we have no heat. We have no. Uh, uh, cooking facilities, we have none. That, How are you getting by? Uh, barely. This morning, more than 30,000 North Carolina residents are bracing for their third straight day in the dark after officials say at least one gunman broke into a pair of power substations Saturday night and opened fire, causing extensive damage and a widespread blackout. Uh, I'm looking. It says crews are working 24-hour shifts to make repairs. They got 10,000 people so far restored, at least when this was written. But I don't see anything about... Here we go. Okay, the outages came after at least one suspect was alleged to have driven up to the Evergy Power substation Saturday night and opened fire, disabling the substations and plunging tens of thousands of people into the blackout. In a news conference Monday evening, the police said the attack raises a new level of threat. 
That's all it says on here. Yeah. Well, if it was something about you, th- you thought it had something to do with drag queens reading books to kids. I, I know I saw something about that. Like that was apparently the motive. I guess I swear. Yeah. Did everybody go about without that? power? That they were like pissed about it and because you can't read books down. in the dark. I don't. I don't know. I, because I they're be mad totally about wrong. it. He's saying like, yeah, I want to protest that this is happening. Wait, I get it, but why the elect- electrical power? Is that because so they can't read? I have no idea. Or is it just like a random? Just a random yeah, we're just gonna. It's, it's I thought maybe they terrorism. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna. Gonna, but I understand, like, people are going to get mad at me, but, like, you know, 9-11, they took down the financial institutions. That was yeah, to yeah, bring symbolic. you, right, to your financial knees, you imperialists. Mm-hmm. Why the electrical grid for drag queens reading? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I can't make that bridge. I'm trying to, but I'm like, Why? Because I can't read in the dark? Is that it, honestly? I like, don't know. I and if totally you were just going to do that, wouldn't you make it very clear that that was your intent? Because you want to bring attention to this thing that you're angry about, right? So then you would say, oh, I did it's this. It's all very confusing. Yeah, I don't, I'll have to look into that a little bit further. Hey, I wish they had a camera on in there. I know. That would be good. If it was just on all the time. So you could see it. Yeah, and that way if there's a problem, right. you could go back and look and see. It. Right, yeah. Sure. Did someone come in here? Was there an yeah, argument? What, what happened? Mm-hmm. Uh Hertz, rent a car. Do you remember that story? Someone acting intimidating. Do you remember that story about Hertz? <laughs> oh, I got him. Look at I got him. That's to, it. He's starting to crack. That's he's it. He's starting to. We Shut pushed up. him. I, what? Shut up. Is there next... you go. Did I get you? Are you mad yet? No, I'm not Okay, mad. good. All right. Well, I'll keep going. we got a couple hours. Okay, I'm mad. That's it. <laughs> do, do you remember the story about Hertz, rent a car, reporting a bunch of their cars stolen on accident? Remember People it. pulled over. And they, I mean, they pulled out at gunpoint. Yeah, right. I was part of that. Were you? Were you one of the people who was uh, pulled over by the police? Regional manager for Hertz Rental. Oh, okay. So you're the one who called the police. I did, right. I mean, it was disgusting what happened. Okay. Well, they they blamed it on a computer glitch, I guess. But uh, they settled. Our computers are horrible. This lawsuit's been going on, and they settled. And I mean, there's. Quite a few defendants, but it's not like there's thousands of them. And they $138 million, something crazy. It's a yeah. lot of money. This morning, Hertz is settling hundreds took of that lawsuits out of my bonus. from customers who were falsely <laughs> accused of stealing vehicles, resulting in some paying customers being arrested at gunpoint. This car is reported stolen from Hertz Rent-A-Car. Did you rent it? Yes! They yelled and screamed, get out of the car, put my hands up. All of them were pointing guns literally to the back of our head. $168 million is the wow. uh, settlement. It wouldn't even dawn on me. If I got pulled over by the police and they said this car's been reported stolen by Hertz, even with the guns run and everything else, I expect that I'm going to talk to the manager at Hertz and probably get my rental for free. No. I'm a, I'm a litigation for Like, I'm looking for that somebody. That sounds like, yo, you, I rented this car and somehow, yeah, that sounds like you're in trouble. Now I've got PTSD or whatever. It was it very traumatizing It sounds like you're in trouble. I'm not yeah. sure that I would sue, like, but I'm sure... I, I, I'm sure afterwards I'd be like I should have. Yeah, I, I would be thinking like when the Overland Park free rentals. Police Department arrested me. Oh, that's right. yeah. I still to this day think I should have sued them for millions of dollars. They would have paid it. Yeah, they would have had to have paid it. There's nothing they could do. Yeah, that's... but I just didn't do it. That might I didn't worked. think about it. Oh, it would have. I guarantee you, it would have worked because they'd probably just settle anyway. Well, and they knew they were wrong. Yeah, and they arrested me in front of my kid. Oh, that's right. Your kid was there too. Yeah, yeah. Right. you know what? That oh, whole thing. I mean, like, that's like false imprisonment. Like the whole thing. Like if I'd have just gotten a lawyer, I, but I just you know instead came here, had a couple drinks, and talked ass on the radio. Well, woulda, coulda, shoulda. If you've been part of that, hurts. Here we thing, are. Maybe that's a lot of money. Even if there's a couple hundred people, I feel like a couple hundred people could spread. How much you think I would have won from Overland Park? 
I, I have honestly no conception of I'd, – I'd be interested to look and see different things that they've settled for in the past right. and what kind of offers they give people for different things. I'm sure we could find articles about it. Can I still sue them? There's got to be a lawyer who'll There's take that probably, out. There's probably – well, I don't know. There's not a, it's not a criminal thing. So would there, is there a statute of limitations and stuff no, like that? There's got to be a lawyer out there who's ain't busy. Uh, the Supreme Court, apparently the justices are – I assume that the media is saying that they think that the Supreme Court is going to side with this anti-gay woman because the Supreme Court has majority conservative justices. But maybe stuff leaks. Maybe they just have some way of knowing. But anyway, they say that the Supreme Court is probably going to find in her favor. Supreme Court appeared ready yesterday to side with an evangelical Christian graphic artist who has refused to create websites for same-sex weddings. This is the latest clash between religious conservatives and gay rights. The case comes at a time when the court is dominated 6-3 by ideological conservatives, and it follows a series of cases in which the court has ruled in favor of religious plaintiffs. This is the woman who is a graphic designer and does websites for weddings, and she doesn't want to do gay couples' websites. Don't want gay customers. Yeah, and so, but in Colorado, they say uh, we talked about this yesterday. But very, pretty basic rule that says if you do business with the general public, then you can't discriminate against anyone in the general public. So she said, "Well, we'll see about that." Took it to the Supreme Court, and it looks like the Supreme Court. I mean, they said the Supreme Court is poised to side with her. Um, I asked you earlier. Well, we always, but we go back and forth. Like if a guy wears a Trump hat into a bar, can you throw him out? Uh, yeah, I, I don't You'd know. You'd say no, We've talked right? About this. Yeah, right, I don't know. but I mean, okay. Yeah, it's uh, and I'm sure also that the justices would have some reasoning. Like, it's not don't just focus on the this issue specifically, uh, because there has been a couple different instances of businesses discriminating against gay couples. Right? The the cake maker and now the the website. Sure. But maybe the justices would say, no, but this is about bigger things. Like what you're saying, I guess, would be an example of walking in with the MAGA hat. Can that person be asked to leave because you don't like the way that they're dressed? Can you have a dress code? At well, a, place a of business? Can you... certainly is unprotected class. Right. So I, I don't know. I, I mean, I assume that this is because they're conservative and religious, which means maybe a little bit anti-gay, but I'm I'm sure they also will write down some sort of thought-out opinion that pretends like it's for some other reason. To me, it seems like common sense that you would say, if you're going to do business with the general public, then don't discriminate against people for who they are, right? Which would be like you're saying a protected class. But it has to be a protected class. Their sexuality, uh, gender. But is that a protected class now? I don't know. I, I, I feel like we've gone to court over and over and over again, it, but I don't know the answer to that. Are, are, you're asking this homosexuality a protected, protected class? class. Or, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't even know, with, is the only reason that you can't discriminate against uh, people for the color of their skin because of the, the, the Civil Rights Act? I mean, is that, did we ever put that in the Constitution mm. anywhere, anywhere to say, hey, can't do that? It seems to me like if you're saying you can't discriminate against people for the way that they look. I'm right. not talking about dress codes, I'm about color of their skin, whatever, or their gender, then don't discriminate for homosexuality. I know. Well, look, we feel that way. I'm just curious class. if it's a protected class or not. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, legally, is. can she say, hey, I'm not going to make this 
whatever it is, or allow this these people in here because they're not a protected class. Just like you would say, hey, these four guys walked in with MAGA hats and I threw their ass out. Like, yeah. okay, I don't like either one of those. Right. I get but it. But here we are. People- also, this person, kid with a red Chevy on Twitch, said uh, he was envious of me because I get to come in here, drink booze, and talk and speak my mind. It's a pretty good gig, man. But it wasn't always like that. Um, which part? I'm saying when I started. Oh, when I started this business, that's not you know you got to put up you got you got to go do all the other stuff before you get to where I am. You know, this other person works at Shawnee Mission Ford. Shout out. We could use a car. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were gonna say we could use an advertiser. We could, no, we no, could a use car. a car. Yeah, like I've been be trying good. to trade mine in forever. Car would be good. I uh, drove a Ford to Florida. Rented one. Very nice. Well, Very nice. Those wonderful. Fords. Wonderful. Wonderful vehicles. I have a Lincoln now. Yeah, that's right. Lazo's got one, so uh, get him a new one. The uh, new beer fridges. Have you seen these doors? People are seen posting, them. These, them. posting these videos on TikTok and uh, YouTube. I saw them on Reddit. Yeah. Uh, I saw them when I invented it. I don't know if you've. I don't know if you've had to use one at a store yet. Use it. But when you go in, you now have to scan your driver's of license. Course. And once it scans your driver's license, then you can open the refrigerator yes. door. So the door is locked yes. until you scan it. So i never seen this. Check it. These doors don't open. None of the liquor. Put your ID and press scan. It starts scanning your ID. Once it's done scanning, it says what door. I want the Bud Light door. Yeah. I saw these people like, this is, you know, smart. big brother. And Wait, you have to give them your ID and you buy the booze anyway. Huh? On your front door? My next goal is to have those on your front door. You just scan your license and get in your front door of your house. Why not? Oh, I thought you meant for people to come over to your house. I well, you I guess you could put them in ages. once they are. <laughs> that's what I went that's with. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, you're thinking if everybody had a license, you have to scan it to get through your front door. Yeah. Why, we, we could get rid of locks and everything else. And they said that this is most likely to prevent theft. It's not just about you know making sure that only people of age are buying well, alcohol. Beer's so cheap, but... But if they when can't I was buy underage, it, if I can't buy it, I'd then steal, you steal it. it. Yeah. That's it, right? So it is about that. underage people because they're the ones who are most, most likely yeah. going to steal it. I think I understand there are other people who would steal it, but for the right. most part, it's kids. Did you steal a lot of booze when you were a kid? Either of you? No. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, I did it a couple times. I used to go in the gas station. Oh yeah, and then well, walk into Michigan. the cooler and then grab it and then run out. Because you guys, have a lot of times I'd like to go to the grocery store, even though it was after two o'clock in the morning. But if you go in the gro- the twenty four hour grocery store, there's like one person working in there. Yeah, and then so you yeah. just walk in by yourself. You kind of walk around and grab some stuff, and they might look at you for a second, but then that's it. And then you walk over to the beer aisle and just slowly walk your way out. Did they have the? Actually, one guy caught me one time. Well, did they have the tags on the liquor bottles at the grocery store? No, what I'm, I'm gonna take like a case of beer. Okay. And then I was walking out, and a guy stopped me, and he was like, "Yo, what do you, you can't just steal beer?" And I said, "Well, I'm not, I'm not 21, so I don't really have any other option." And he was like, "I was like, hey, how about if you go back to doing what you do, and I just put a twenty dollar bill on this register here, yep. and I'll get out of here?" And he was like, "Yeah, I got cans of stock, and that was it." And I, then yep. after that, I would just go in and drop on a twenty and take it. Guy told me he had to clean the bathroom. He's like, "Well, I can't sell to you, but uh, I do have to go clean the bathroom. It's going to take me about." 20 seconds. Right. And so then you just go in the refrigerator. We used to try and run interference. You probably wanted to go in there with them. 
to go into the bathroom with him. Well, yeah, I did. He's like, hey, why don't you come in here? It's going to take me about 20 seconds. Yeah, I did. But he wanted me to get drinks first, I think. Oh, so, I yeah, see. Yeah, I see. Absolutely. He's like, come in here. With you, it's going to take me about 20 seconds. Take a couple of those mind all hot shots. Yeah. Get your ass in here. The Church of Laszlo. Love that story. Love hearing it every time. It go. just gets better and better. If you, were li- if you were on the Twitch, you would have heard my story about teriyaki. There you go. And how we got there from Curse of the Bambino to Curse of, uh, what's the line? Teriyaki. On? No, what's oh, the line? Oh, Bobby Lane. Lane. The Bobby Curse of Bobby Lane. Curse of Bobby Lane all the way to the Curse of Teriyaki. The curse of Teriyaki, man. People who got paid money. Yeah. Bad yeah. stuff happened to them. And you know, I feel like each time I've heard that story... There's a new there's a new piece and I have a bad memory. What was this possible? I don't recall you saying that there was a rumor that he would uh, pay people to. Well, I may not have brought that up because I think I heard it like a couple times that okay. you know that there was some. I don't remember the football part of it. I don't um, think I'd heard that before either. No, he used to play football. I think. And by the way, that now, but I do think he played like tackle football with us. Like he was the older guy who played tackle football, and I was little. And I, I don't think it hit me that maybe, like, it was like, you're not athletic. Why are you playing this? You know what yeah. I mean? Mm. But So I had, like, a guy next door to me, that, and his name was Brian. And he, uh, I think he maybe gave me my first beer. He lived next door, super cool guy. He played football in high school. And, like, before practice, he would, like, teach me how to tackle and stuff, right? And I think uh, I thought of teriyaki and him as the same until i got to like the sixth grade i was like oh him and teriyaki are not the same brian is actually trying to be a cool guy who lives next door Mm -hmm. who plays high school football on the varsity level is going to go play at college teriyaki wants me to tackle him because he's into it they're two different people did you know that by sixth grade that he i think by in the fourth grade i didn't understand that the two were different by the sixth grade i understood that the two were different i don't remember what age i was when i Realize how many, what predators were predators, and how many yeah. there are. I think in like sixth you. grade, I was like, this guy's a predator. Yeah. And the other guy was clearly not a predator. I knew that my mom would say certain things. You know, she'd be suspicious of people. Uh, you know, I don't remember specifics, but I know that she would be suspicious of people. And I would think like, mom, what is, what are you talking about? What, there's nothing wrong with this person. Right. He's a nice guy. No. But it's because no one explained to me as a child, hey. Right. Uh, basically, everyone that wants to be alone with you that's an adult, whether it's your scout leader or your, right. whatever it is, all these, in, uh, I guess, sure. careers that we've been over in the past. Right. You should. But then there are good suspicious. people, like the guy Absolutely. I'm friends with him on Facebook, Brian, who lives in Orlando now. Really good guy. Yeah. Like, gave me my first beer and just happened. You know what? We just happened to live next door to each other, and I happened to be four years younger than him. Yeah. He was like, man, I'm, here you go. I'll show you how it works. And we just hung out ever since I was a little kid. Show me how to throw a baseball. Throw me how to show me how to catch a football. And then we even talk every once in a while on Facebook now. Yeah, totally good guy. Not a predator at all. Totally good guy. I, the thing is, I, you know, you have to realize it. Like at a young age, it's got to be hard for many really people. Really hard because. Yeah. And I, and I think a lot of guys just don't even offer up that type of kindness because they're afraid it will be interpreted right. as creep. You know, creepy. Right. There are certain guys that just say, and I know it's people in general, but I think it's rarer in men, so you notice it more. There are certain guys, we all went to school with some, that we're a little bit older, that we're just good at being like big brother types. You That's know, what he cool, was. Cool I guys. mean, even he, uh, out of high school, joined the Air Force. And I remember, then he came back, and he was living at home. And then I joined the Navy. And I remember the morning they came to pick me up to go to boot camp, 
he, they came to pick me up at 6 a.m. He showed up at my house at 5.30 in the morning and just started talking about, this is what's going to happen, this is what's going on. And he's standing there, and the recruiter comes in and said, hey, it's time to go. And he's like, okay, I want to talk to him some more. And he was basically like saying, hey, I'm not saying it's a bad idea, but you don't have to do this. Yeah, You're not locked in. They're going to tell you you're locked in. You don't have to do this right now. And the recruiter was like, no, he has to do it. He signed a contract. And he turned and goes, shut up. Shut up and get off the porch. He doesn't have to do anything he doesn't want to do. Back up. And I was like, he was looking out for my best yeah. interest the entire time. Yeah. I said, I think I want to go. And he's like, then if you need anything, call me. But I wanted to be here when you left. Don't let them lie to you. He sounds like a good guy. I hope yeah. he had kids. Like I don't know if he did, guy. but I know he manages a restaurant in Orlando. And yeah, good dude. No, but you said, oh yeah, you said you talked to him on Facebook. Every, every once in a while, yeah. I see him. I, I mean, I get that your parents don't want to, and you as a parent, you don't want to scare your kids. You don't want kids right. to be scared all the time. But you know, also, there are just certain things that you don't want to talk about. For us, the way they did it was Stranger Danger, right? They're going to try and get you in a van. Yeah. They're going to say they've got candy, and yeah. then they're going to ask you to get in the van. And it was very specific. No, don't get in the van with a stranger. But even though that had been taught to us daily in elementary school, I remember being on the playground at one point, and they made all of us go inside early. And I was like, what's going on? And uh, the principal was standing there, and she said, oh, there was a guy standing out um, on the street, which, I mean, was a good 300 yards away from the playground. Right. And they thought he might have a camera out there. Right. I was like, okay. Right. I'm totally confused. What, so what? Well, you were like, confused well, because you are a model. <laughs> so you're like people have been taking yeah. pictures of me forever i'm in the sears catalog like yeah. i mean look at me yeah like he's got a camera like everybody's got a camera you're like zoolander at that age right so maybe that was part of it right, i don't yeah. remember exactly but I, I i as i recall none of us understood why they made us leave the playground just because somebody was out there maybe with a camera taking pictures what did that mean because parents didn't get specific. I assume most parents don't. I mean, did you have this talk with your boys? That's not a talk that you have, is it? About, what? hey, if there's older people that are nice to you, be suspicious. I don't know how you even have No, I never did. I really didn't. Like, 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 like if there's strangers asking you to get in their car, like, don't go. Yeah, you that, know, like that, that, that kind of stuff. That's what they teach you. You know, um, but I also didn't, you know, want them to be so fearful exactly. of everything like i didn't want him to grow up in fear of like everyone or right. everything like it's a fine line you know like and i get it if, if people raise their kids to be like hey if an adult talks to you run away i get it i kind of fell in the middle like i'm just gonna you know i don't i don't know hopefully you make good decisions and run from the people that you get bad vibes from but there's no way to but I, I just things. didn't also want them to be like, oh, my God. Yeah. If there's, a you know, someone in a van, they want to rape me. Right. Which that's not always true, man. Right. They could just literally have a van. Right. Some you people know? do. And, right. Some people do. The one thing that I do I would suggest think... you don't get in it and find out. Like, you know, don't roll the yeah, dice. No, that's but yeah, but don't you. just, like, be afraid of everyone or right. everything. Yes. You're constantly looking over your shoulder. Right, yeah. I didn't want them to have anxiety. that. But I could have been completely wrong. Yeah. No, and I understand that. And by the way, they could them. come back to me 20 years from now and be like, you know, this happened. This happened. I'd be like, what? Right. You know, so, you know. Well, that so that's the thing. I do think, just based on all of those things you see in documentaries and shows... And, and even just people that you talk to, I understand not wanting to be that dramatic or even having that type of talk with the kid about, hey, there's older people that want to have sex. You know, that's very graphic. I get it. And so maybe you don't want to have that talk. But at least 
let them know somehow. There has to be some sort of conversation that says, if anything ever happens to you. You can talk to me about I it. will never be mad at you. Right. You would never be in trouble for that. Because that's I what say you that all over, the time. But I don't but yeah, but I don't know that you could convince them otherwise. I guess that's the problem. That, that could be part of the problem. And that's that? always your fear as a parent, is like, yeah, I tell them all the time. You know, call me, tell me, we're good. Like, we'll figure it out. I want to have that relationship with you. And I hope we do, but there's no way that I know that 100%. There absolutely could be, and I'm not saying there is, but there could absolutely be something that either one of them did. And I'm not even saying sexual or not, right. where they're like, you know what, I'm, I don't want to, I don't, I just don't want to talk about it with my dad. And I get it. No, you don't. Right. Yeah, I, get I get it. That. You're just trying to be that person that, you know, you hope. You hope they talk to you enough that, you, you know, you, you navigate life a little bit, you know? Yeah, and I, I know for a fact that when, uh, you know, I had that experience with that older girl, I thought for sure that if my parents found out I was going to be in a ton of trouble, right? Now, looking back, I wouldn't have been in trouble at all. Right. She would have been in trouble. Right. Uh, and she probably should have been in trouble. But mm, I don't know about that. But, but, no. but uh, th- I mean, it didn't stop me from as many times as you thought about it and brought it up since then, <laughs> you might want to send her a Christmas present for Christ's sake. <laughs> okay. All right. He's joking. Uh, obviously, she okay. should. I said maybe well, she should have been There's a big difference between me tackling teriyaki in the open field and you making out with I a agree. hot girl. There's I, a big difference. I agree. And that's why I said she probably should be in trouble because I know people the would teriyaki say did get in trouble. That she should be. I, did he? You know. Uh, teriyaki went to jail. Oh. For that? Uh, I'm ter- I don't know if I knew that. Someone sent me an article. Teriyaki went to jail for some sort of child pornography. Oh. They found child pornography on his computer no. or at his home or something. Yeah. And the curse, we'll just bring this back around here and wrap this up. The curse, was it like 100% everyone mm. that you know of that participated? Yeah. Had something rough happen to him. Wow. They either died young, they went to prison, or, you know. Also, you know, like maybe that was just their behavior beforehand. Right. The kind of They're like, give me 20 are, yeah. bucks, I'll punch you in the balls. Like, right. well, maybe that dude is like, give me 50 bucks, I'll sell your weed for you. So I don't yeah. know. You know? Church. The church of Laszlo. Remember I asked you earlier uh, off the air if there's uh, something you think of if you were wealthy and you could have a one piece of rock memorabilia, but you weren't yeah, going to sell the rock. it. But you weren't going to sell it. And you thought I was talking about The Rock, the actor. Right. Dwayne I thought you Johnson. Meant the movie. I, I, right. You thought oh, I meant the movie. Is he in it? No, uh, it's Sean Connery, Connery and Nick Cage, Nick right? Cage. But The Rock is in a movie about escaping prison, too. Oh, I'm sure. Mm, I'm sure. Yeah. That just I sounds think it's right. The Rock. <laughs> right. If it's not The Rock, it's something like that. Is, is the Nick Cage movie The Rock? The Nick Cage movie is The Rock. Is there's the a little rocker. green ball that he has to roll and yeah. catch. Oh, yeah. that's, that's what I want. That's the, the radiation movie. Yeah, oh, want. you know who I got a... N- no idea, but just because of the Twitch, it said, where's Jimmy? You know who I got a text from on Thanksgiving? Jimmy? The White Puma. Oh, really? Just said, happy Thanksgiving to you and the boys. Nice. Unreal. Like, I haven't talked to him in years. That's cool. Yeah, good for At him. Least you know, you still got the same number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I texted him back. It was all good. Uh, okay, so rock memorabilia, you get rock and roll memorabilia, and you're not getting it because you want to sell it, because that's another thing Laz will do is he'll say, well, which one, what's going to be worth the most money because I want to sell this thing. No, yeah. it's something that you actually want. Is there something, that, I mean, there's so much stuff that would be cool, right? We, You like that kind of stuff. You've got gold records yeah. and things of that nature. It's certainly the kind of thing. You, you've got sports memorabilia. I do. Uh, so there's, I mean, the, the list I is don't endless, tend to but, be... I, I, don't, I don't want this to come off the wrong way. 
I tend to be interested in buying sports memorabilia because I don't deserve it. But I like the gold records and stuff that I have on my wall, I earned. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, to me, it's like a... You have a Nevermind gold record. Yeah, it's like a diploma for the business that I'm in, right? I don't have a diploma. I don't have a, you know, doctorate from Missouri, but I got a Nevermind record that I did earn. Uh, So I don't know that I would buy any rock memorabilia as much as I would buy sports memorabilia. If I bought rock memorabilia, it would always be up there like, I bought that. I didn't earn it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could have... That Nevermind thing is cool. Said huh? that it's really it's someone's cool, giving man. it to you. I don't know, but just something that Eddie you Vedder, cool, yeah. Eddie Vedder signed Pearl Jam poster with Dick Cheney in a tank. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, that's cool. That room of yours is just cool in general. Yeah. Uh, let's not forget about my sponge gold cassette. Yeah, made out to somebody else. Uh, to the station. <laughs> I don't know. That kind of beats uh, everything, though. Yeah. Right. And I also have the House of Pain autograph. The House of Pain. Right. Uh, yeah. I got an Interpol gold record, but they spelled Lazo L A S. Yeah, so that's do that. down in the basement. Which record? You know, uh, I think antics. antics. Yeah. Cool. I got the two Vampire Weekends <laughs> in my office here. Yeah, we and uh, here the now. Black Keys. Yeah, they're around here. What was the other one that was just out there? In I got Weezer and U two in my office. At home. Well, what? Which one did I do? AWOL Nation. There's the Vampire Weekend behind you over there. For, yeah. Uh, is that Contra? Yeah, that's right. Yes, me. and then there's. Postal service sitting here. Yeah. And uh, my Goo Goo Dolls one broke. So, so what would you get? What's the anymore? one thing you want? I mean, you would probably uh, say like Kurt Cobain's unplugged something, guitar. Something that's pretty cool. I always thought that story about them fighting over that guitar. Yeah. Like, boy, that does seem pretty cool to have Kurt Cobain's guitar. Or uh, when we were in Seattle, there was a rock museum type thing. What was it called? I forget. I, I, don't, I don't remember. But it had a, they had the sweater that he wore. Um, I think it was the unplugged sweater. Yeah. Something like yeah, that was behind green glass. Cardigan. It was cool. Yeah. And I was like, man, imagine having something like that. But yeah, I'm with you. I don't know that I would necessarily want to pay a bunch of money for it for collectibles. Only because then I know people would say they would buy it. I'm just saying that we that uh we work in the industry, so sometimes they give them to us. And they give them to us in a way that you earned them. So like I'm guessing if you were a football player and they were like, Would you like to buy, you know, uh NFC weekly player of the week? statue people were like no i earned that right like yeah. i'm in that business where if they were like would you want to buy the kurt cobain sweater they'd be like of course that's a cool thing yeah. i'd be more willing to buy a sports thing that there's no way i can earn yeah yeah <clears throat> well a big piece of rock memorabilia just got auctioned off mick fleetwoods now you think of think of fleetwood mac i want to be with you everywhere <laughs> what do you think suddenly <laughs> snow comes the everywhere. singer <laughs> yeah, why am back. I singing? Sounds like you. Uh, what <laughs> do you think? Way. What comes to mind? What would they auction off of Mick Fleetwood's Drums? Drums? Drumstick? Drum? Drums? 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 That's what I was saying. Right. Drums? Something? They have to be a drummer. No. It's his balls. Oh, from his ru- balls? From the Rumors his balls. cover. His, his balls from Rumors. That's right. Okay. What? His balls? The yeah, remember the cover. cover of Rumors? He's got no. balls hanging there? Yeah. I've never even noticed that before in my life. I'm glad you said that, that because when really? they said wooden balls. Never even noticed that his balls. I've never even noticed his balls were there. I guess maybe I just look at those legs and pantyhose. <laughs> I I'm being not, honest. Like maybe I guess that's what I've noticed. I've never noticed those balls before. My dad had those records. I saw them. I've seen that picture before many yeah. times. But you when probably just said, stared at the leg. Yeah, I never noticed Is that, that Stevie Nicks' leg. Balls. I don't. Yeah, that's Stevie Nicks, right? It is. Okay. Uh, she is hot. She injected her vagina with. 
cocaine. That's the story. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's her. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking that was. Uh, I want to be Princess with her everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, how much would you pay for Mick Fleetwood's balls? They actually thought that they were going to go for two hundred thousand dollars, which seems like a lot. That's a that's a lot of money. I, I don't know. Maybe there's not a lot yeah, of that seems I like mean, people have somebody would stuff to but it's auction rumors, off. And it's like the album. You know what I mean? What's the other album? Tusk. 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 With the USC marching band. I did like that album. I know. I know. Uh, I mean, I understand it. I understand both of them. I understand why people like them. I understand why people listen to them. I just, you know, it is what it is. It does. It's light rock. You know, like really kind of. It's yeah. It's that era of soft rock that I'm just. I I just don't yeah, like. It's, there's nothing possibly. dangerous about it. There's nothing exciting. No. I understand it when I listen to it. It's the Eagles. It's Fleetwood Mac. It's it's just you know. It, it, what's the difference between that and Dan Fogelberg and James That's what Taylor? I'm exactly. and, I think it's good songrider. Yeah, but really it's all kind of like it's safe. It's safe. I get it. It's not exciting. It's I not always wanted something exciting. You know, it's not. I know people, this is like when you go, like, classic rock stations. It's like, that's not, to me, that's a good song. It's not a rock song. Right, yeah. It's not a rock song. Which is funny, because the level of cocaine and sex this band was having. I know. They should have written rock rock songs. Exactly, right. Right. Like they were in Guns N' Roses or something. Right. Yeah, the music, I'm with you, it's Dan Fogelberg. The Eagles, I guess, to some extent, too. Anyhow, they went for about $180,000, but I did yeah, find close. some of the fair. supposedly 10 most expensive pieces of rock memorabilia. Interested at all? Number 10 is one that you guys would, all of us would like. The Clash London Calling, the, ori- yep. the original artwork for that, okay. sold for $120,000. Right? What's that? That album was based off the Elvis cover. I had no idea. I thought it was just yeah, uh, the pink and the green. Never. N- why do I know that? But he's smashing the guitar. Yeah, so Elvis was holding, yes, a, Elvis was holding it, and Elvis he was smashing it. Yes, and they said this is. He's right. Yeah, I, I totally Elvis remember the that. Start of rock and roll. It was there said, like is Elvis the isn't rock. Actually, basically having the same argument we just had about Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, they said yes. this is the end of rock yeah, and roll. Yeah. I did not know that. Uh, so one twenty. Now speaking of Elvis, he's number nine on the list. His nineteen sixty three Rolls Royce, one hundred eighty two thousand dollars. Uh, costumes worn by Kiss. Boys. There's a Kiss documentary on Prime. Scotty would like that. There's so many weird rock and roll documentaries on Prime. It's actually fairly new. It's not bad. Okay. If you want to watch it, it's basically Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. But they, I I don't know too many Kiss songs. I'm not a fan. Like I said, you know, my next door neighbor at my grandma's house. Beth and I want to rock and roll. That's all. But they talk about like, um, the beginning to the end and how Paul and Gene met and how they got into the makeup and what they did and how the other guys left and then how they brought them back and the other guys still hated them. It's a, like, I don't, I hate the Eagles, right? but that documentary is fascinating. This is the same thing. The kiss thing, I think it's called like kiss tastic or something. But if you watch it, you're like, Oh, these are interesting guys. Like Mm. the, you know, how do they get to where they are? This is it. It's worth watching. If you're a music fan, like it. I've kind of gotten to that point with documentaries where I'm yeah. like, it doesn't matter if I like the music. What's it. the story? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimi Hendrix guitar, $328,000. That'd be cool. John Lennon lyrics, give peace a chance. $698,000. Yeah, that's some altruistic liberal. Woo. <laughs> 
Eric Clapton. I want to put them out on display in their Manhattan condo. Yeah. Right? Like here. I just wanted you to know. And they're like, oh my God, are those John Lennon's lyrics that you have on the wall? And you're like, they are actually John Lennon's lyrics. And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> right? Like, okay. I get it. Congratulations. 700,000. You win capitalism <laughs> while trying to pretend like you don't believe in capitalism. Right. Congratulations. Eric Clapton's 1939 guitar, $700,000. Eric Clapton's Blackie guitar, $874,000. Oh, yeah. I knew you'd know what that is. Mm-hmm. What is it? How do you know? What, did he use it in the band? That's like his, that's like his guitar. Did you hear the uh, Howard Stern interview with, was it Bruce Springsteen or Billy Joel? One of those two. Uh, Springsteen. But they talk about Eric Clapton, now, right? like, yeah, his politics is not cool. No, I didn't. They were like, oh, do you like that. it? Like, do you like this? Do you like this? They're like, yeah, but boy, what happened to him? And then they talk about, like, I mean, they were like, man, I loved Cream. I loved Cream. all those bands. I could bands. not think of their damn name. And, man. like, you know, no, what happened to him? Not unsettling. So but bizarre. Speaking I think that, it might have been Billy Joel. But okay. Did you watch the one with him and Springsteen on HBO Max? They well, I listened to it. Okay, they put so it I didn't out watch. on HBO I saw, Max. Yeah, I but think, I didn't watch yeah. it, yeah. I'm curious to watch that. Uh, number three, the Beatles Sergeant Pepper drum skin, almost nine hundred thousand dollars. Okay, seems like a lot. John Lennon's handwritten lyrics for "Day in the Life," mm-hmm. one point three million. Sure, you put that right next to it in yep. your Soho apartment. Number one, any guesses? Imagine written by I'd John say Lennon. Cobain something. John Lennon's nineteen sixty five Rolls Royce Phantom uh, be uh, three million dollars. So there you go. Imagine all the people. We don't have a Rolls Royce Phantom, John. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Do you guys know what a Mary Sue is? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I keep seeing this Mary Sue and people are talking about it on Twitter. And then I see this headline that says, Men on Twitter, once again, have no idea what a Mary Sue actually is. Snowcone, you're supposed to be the pop culture guy. You're the young one here. No idea. I mean, you're... We Lazo discovered within the last few weeks that you're quite young. Lazo thought you no were idea. about what ten years older. How how much older did you think he was? I thought he was forty for sure. I thought he was your age. I thought you guys like probably graduated high school together. I'll be thirty four in thirteen days. Yeah, so I thought he was at least six or seven years older. Yeah, good for you, man. You look. Wait, no, that's bad for no, you. No, that's yeah, that's bad. For the you. opposite of good. Yeah, I look older than I am. But like when you're Sorry. fourteen, it's cool to look older. When you're thirty five, it ain't great. I was trying to be positive about it. Well, but, I mean, uh, hey, he's still a handsome guy. I'm just saying he was... Snow Cone is a very handsome individual. Okay. And I readily admit that, that I think he's a good-looking guy. He's just not as good-looking as I thought because I thought he was in his 40s. I didn't realize he was in his early 30s. But he's still good-looking. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. You know, You're going to have to do the Adam Sandler where you go to the bar and people say, oh, hey, how old are you? And you go, well, I'm 50. And people go, why do you keep telling people you're older than you are? And you go, because then they think I look really good look for really me. Good. Right, yeah. Got it, got it. So he's got to go 50 because I was going to say if he says 40, then you just well, be 40, like, oh, you're like, yeah, he's 40. That's the problem, right? <laughs> so you're going to have to go considerably older. Well, right, you could just go 50. I'd be like, god yeah. damn, he looks good for 50, yeah. right? Okay. All right. Anyways. Look, hey, look, put it on me. I got to go 60. I got to, like, how people, how old are you? I'm like 60. I don't think you look old. Well, I, I mean, I, mean, I, gotta I go see 60. you every day, but I, I, feel, I don't think that you look old. Uh, Twitter apparently exploded the other night because the self proclaimed professional ghostwriter 
tweeted an extremely long thread bemoaning the state of film and television storytelling because of what he considered the uh, or considered to be the preponderance of Mary Sue's. So a Mary Sue, it turns out, from and again, this article is saying that uh, men don't have any idea what Mary Sue is, so maybe I'm getting this wrong, but it looks like Mary Sue is a strong female protagonist. Not just that she's a strong female protagonist, but also that we don't really get a backstory on her to understand why she's so good at the things that she's so good at. So, you know, she can kick everybody's ass. Mm. She she can save the day. And uh, we don't like, really know uh, why. Um, that Tarantino movie? Uh, Kill Bill? Uh, no, yeah, Kill Bill, right? Like, she just kicks everybody's ass, but I, I don't know. know why. I don't know why she can kick everybody's you ass. Know, maybe you? that would count. Well, that, I mean, she was in uh, the five women assassin group. Yeah, but why was she in that? That's my question. Like, we, we don't go into like, that. How did she get into that? Yeah, like, why did she yeah. become such a badass? Yeah. We just know she's a badass. Yeah, maybe that counts. I'm really not sure. Is that sure. what you're saying? I, maybe. They use an example. So the picture that they used in the article is a picture of the girl that played Rey in Star Wars. So when they did the big mm. Star Wars movie, the first movie mm. that came out, yeah. she, she, she replaced Luke Skywalker in the new movies. And, the, you know, a lot of uh, things have been remade or redone where the, you know, Woman has taken uh, center stage. And in general, there are, I mean, when we were kids, there was basically none, maybe some like cartoon movies. But in general, there are quite a few movies now where. And TV uh, shows. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the chick she is. Hulk. A, huh? She Hulk. She Hulk's one. I just started watching I mean, that, House so that's why it came to my mind. Definitely female led. What was? House of the Dragon, which is one of the biggest shows on TV. I'd say. <laughs> it is. What's She Hulk? Is that, that's a recent thing? It's one of those Disney Marvel things. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, like Loki and all the other ones. Yeah, she holds. She's like a lot. lawyer and a yeah. and a, and I just started watching it. Yeah. So uh, now, the thing that sh- this person who's writing this article says, a Mary Sue does not have to be a woman, which is what all of us men get wrong, including mm. this ghostwriter and all these people on Twitter. We. Uh, assume that they're talking about these female protagonists, but a Mary Sue, according to this person, can also be a, a guy who just basically is kicking ass for no known reason. Well, and, isn't that and all? That seems, to me like, no, that seems to me like most of them, but also it says um, they are usually unique or powerful in a way not normal for the established universe. So they're not superheroes. Wick, right. Right. But more importantly, the other canon characters would become immediately enchanted or obsessed right. with them. Right. So it says, more importantly, the other characters become immediately obsessed with the Mary Sue and their journey becomes the center well, plot of the story, story regardless right. of... Who cares? Well, okay, but the whole thing it's is that they're mad, about, they're mad that women are... The, the Twitter argument that they're referring to, they're mad, they're mad... This... The, the preponderance of Mary Sue's, the guys who don't know what a Mary Sue is, they're mad that there's so many female protagonists in movies. They were Who's mad, mad? With these people on Twitter. The guy who, who started this thread. Like men the or guy, women yeah, they're men. Or they're men. The guy who started this thread. He's a fan we're mad at. He says the problem is the preponderance of these Mary Sue's in TV and movies. So they're mad that there's so many too many female, female protagonists, protagonists who, can kick who ass yeah. And loves but th- dude, like I'm sorry, but like you said, Lazlo, that's every that's every movie tough person in every movie. They're just for some reason they're the ones who can kick everybody's ass. Yeah, you might get some backstory, but it doesn't. I mean, Die Hard to uh, Kill Bill. I think you're right. Counts right. And I, if we're saying, I don't know that we had a big count. backstory on you know. Uh, any of the Tarantino characters who just were completely badass. Right. Like, I don't know what where Mr. Pink came from. Right. And, and I, I don't, right? But I know that he was a badass. 
Now, so, but in order for me, so it has to be, not only are they a badass with no real explanation, but remember the other characters now become, uh, and they fall in love with this person, basically. Okay, so Mr. Orange them, then. And they So Mr. Orange was a Mary Sue, because everybody, he was a cop, but everybody was like, he's yeah, not maybe, a cop, right? Yeah, maybe. I, we I love think, him. I think it's supposed to be the protagonist, the main protagonist, but... Uh, they say, these guys are saying that it, what it causes us to do is it causes the audience to root for the bad guys. Look, I've seen some bad movies. I've seen bad movies where there, there's a male lead and female lead. I've never, I can't think of one that I saw where I was like, well, this is so stupid because it's a woman doing this. Have you? This seems to be a big gripe, but I just, it, well, and they say time. for the established universe. Every time she, you know, wins a fight, I think. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Boy, but are I, there really I, movies I, where there's? I know there's a lot of these. Superhero, I can't imagine. When, is that happening in movies? I mean, I no, I'm not seeing all of this stuff. So maybe it's happening more than I realize. But like John Wick, that to me is basically yeah. a superhero movie. I know that it's not, but the established universe is way over the top, sure. Which a lot of movies are, and so I just assume that if it's a movie where this uh, small, uh, you know, chick is kicking everybody's ass, that it's a over the top kind of. Uh, all right, so I was trying to be misogynistic for a second, but to just answer your question realistically, like, no, I don't think of that. It I think John Wick me. probably couldn't kick all those guys' asses, and this girl couldn't kick all these guys' exactly. asses. It's, it's a movie. Right. Like, But it's no different than a romantic flick where I'm like, this guy doesn't act like that in real life. He actually just leaves, and this girl doesn't yeah. follow him to Alaska, and they don't meet up. Right around reindeer. It's a Christmas movie. It's like Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. Like it's, this isn't real. They're movies. But if they just made That's movies about point. real, like people are like, "Oh, Facebook is fake." Well, so are movies. Why? Because they just gave us movies about mine and yours life. It's boring be as hell. Ho- not only is it boring, be horrifying. Yeah, depressing. And right, and depressing else. and sad. And that's why they're like, "Oh, look at this." If somebody does put out a depressing and sad movie where there is no hero. And it's just depressing and sad. Like it gets list, it wins an Oscar. Yeah, but nobody sees it. Right. It, it's supposed to be aspirational. Everything in right. movies. They're movies supposed, are to supposed to be better are... looking than us. They're for some reason better fighters than us. Yeah. They're they know what to say oh, and when to say one, it. I think I got a decent chance against John Wick. <laughs> just yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I haven't seen it. You've never seen any John Wicks? Uh, no. I Why? I don't know. I'm not like Why? against it. I just haven't seen them. I mean, it's not. I'm not like. Them. Yeah, I know. I, I I should at some point, but um, I think it's not really his. For a while, I lied about it and just said that I'd seen it, but yeah, I haven't seen. It's it. not really what. I don't think it's some fast kind of. I, movie. I don't. It's, there's it's a like, lot. He watches action, action movies. Yeah, there's a lot of those action movies though that I, that are really popular. That I and I'm, again not against it. I just never I'm just saw some John Wick movies. They're good. How many are books. there? A four. Okay, I know that I started it. I remember the beginning. Cause I mean, I, you don't have to have any like concept of what it's just good action movies. Right. Like it's like, oh, look at the fight scenes. That's it. Right. Right. Isn't it just like constant fighting and killing? No, it's and basically, hey, I'm John Wick. I have a really cool car. I drove home. This bastard killed my dog. He didn't know I was John Wick. Now I'm gonna whoop his ass. Yeah. And that's it. There you go. I just watched the other one though. What's the one with Bob Odenkirk? Welcome to that. four movies. Now. Oh, what did is you watch that? that? No, it's good. That's good. Uh, what is it? The, the one with Bob Odenkirk. Oh, yeah, I watched that. Anyone it's not bad, right? Or nobody. Who nobody? am I? Nobody. Nobody sounds. No, Mr. Nobody. No, I feel like it might just be It was be basically the same story as uh, History yeah. of Violence. Exactly. I thought it was going to be story. John Wick, but it was more like History of Violence. It was the exact same story as History of Violence. Yeah, and I thought it was good. Again, yeah. unrealistic? Of course. You betcha. It better mm-hmm. be. 
Because as you pointed out, if it wasn't, it'd be pretty yeah, damn boring. Yeah, then he would just got his ass kicked in the subway. And, <laughs> right, like, and it's over. over. That's it. Like, I'm so pissed See at my later. wife, and this guy, I can't believe I acted like a coward. I'm going to go beat up these kids in the subway, <laughs> and then they just whoop his ass. You're like, well, that's life. Yep. Crappy movie. Although that actually, be and, safe by the way, your car. if you did it where he acted like a coward in his own house and decided to test his manhood and go on a subway and fight people and then got his ass kicked again and his wife left him and then he ended up in an apartment and went an Oscar. Absolutely. Right. But because it didn't do any of that and he actually kicked her ass in, it's just a stupid action movie. That I enjoyed. Yeah, me too. Yeah. The Church of Laszlo.